Hey, 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 hey there, Christian Chick family. It is time to be inspired by your favorite Christian Chick dads. Let me tell you that I am totally totally grateful to you guys for tuning in with me and helping me to stay committed humble inspiring and classy happy 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 birthday to all of those out there celebrating their birthdays this week and a special happy birthday to my son because today is his birthday he turned 16 so happy 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 birthday I hope that the past week and that this week will be full of joyous times and blessings for everyone as we go over this week's word for the week. The word for the week is disposable, disposable, disposable. So Saturday, I was at the salon cleaning up, right? And I, while I was there, I was cleaning up and I was writing out the list because everybody is aware of the pandemic that's going on and how we have to make sure we're covered up with our gloves. We're still, uh, some of us are still wearing our masks. But for the salon, I don't know about other states. I can only talk about the state of Georgia. So for the salons, they have us wearing disposable aprons using disposable capes on our clients some stylists have chosen to use disposable towels (laughs) um and then they have us putting up the different uh dividers what have you in between the uh the stations and some nail salons have even taken it to where they got the little plexiglass up and, and those things are disposable. We have to wear the disposable mask while we work on everyone. And the ones who come in to be serviced have to wear the mask as well. So I, as I was cleaning up and I was going over my checklist, I sat down up under one of the dryers. And I was like, whoa, we really need to start doing that in our lives. We really need to do exactly what state board have us stylists and barbers doing in this industry we need to start getting rid of the things and disposing the things that mean us no good so when we get done with each client they want you to properly wrap up each disposable item and trash it so as I was sitting there thinking okay So not only do we need to dispose some things, we need to trash them. Because I don't know about you guys, but we have a pile in our house. And in this pile, (laughs) it is things that the kids don't want to wear anymore. Things that they have outgrown. Things, curtains or whatnot that I'm not going to use anymore. Those things are in that pile. Every now and then, one of the kids going to go back to that bag and take something out. Now, boss, when he put his pile together, it automatically leaves the house. Our pile stays in the house a little longer because during the course of the week, we might find something else. And I would need you guys to follow me with this. We might find something else to put inside of that disposable pile. So last week as well, boss had did his little cleaning and he said okay i'm gonna dispose of this i'm gonna get rid of it 
And I was like, no, we could, that could go to somebody. I'll find somebody to give it to, put it in my pile. And he was like, no, I'm getting rid of it. We do that in our lives, y'all. We go back and forth with things that we know are toxic. With things that we know are no good. With things that we know need to be disposed If it's guilt, if it's hurt, if it's shame, if it's overeating, whatever you know in your life that you need to dispose of, you need to get rid of it. And a lot of times what we do, we do exactly what I said the kids and I do. We put that pile right there. We know we're going to walk back by that bag. My son used to say, oh, that's my handsome stuff right there. So I don't want it in that bag. He can't wear it, but he don't want to put it in the bag. There are things that we hold on to because it make us look good, because it make us feel good, knowing it's no more good for us, knowing we have no more use for it, knowing it's not going to help us get to the next portion of our life where we're trying to get to. We sit there and we try to hold on to it. And this season, this week, We are going to totally be working on disposing everything. Getting rid of all the spoils. Getting rid of all the regrets. Getting rid of all of the letdowns. Getting rid of everything that could have made us feel shame. Getting rid of everything that keep us stuck. We are going to release ourselves from strongholds. We're going to release ourselves from things that have kept us stagnant and in a straining position. And when I say a straining position, I'm not talking about we're straining as if we're choking. I'm talking about straining as if we're trying to get to the next place, but we can't because it's like we're playing tug of war with the things that are in our lives that need to be disposed. So this week, I got three tips on how to dispose of all those things that you know you don't need because I'm working on the same thing. Disposing of all the things that I don't need. And stay bored. Help me with these tips. It's always a way to find something positive in everything that you do. Everything that you hear. Everything that you see. You should be able to get a message that is relatable. <laughs> so, stay bored said, Des, I need y'all to wear some protective gear. And so did the word of God. We have to, to, to dispose things and to keep ourselves protected from those things that cause us harm, that cause us hurt, that cause us pain, that cause us to worry, that cause us to stress, that cause us to be depressed, that cause us to get sick, that cause our pressure to rise. We have to wear some protective gear against those things. And those, that, that protective gear could be found in Ephesians chapter 6, where it talks about putting on the whole armor of God, making sure your mind is in the right place, making sure your eyes are in the right uh, place, making sure 
your feet are covered so when you walking into the certain places that you have to walk to you know that you covered you armored up you got your shield you got your protection you got on that that helmet because the helmet comes over you gird it up and you guard it because you have on your protective gear just like they said there's if you're gonna be working this week this is what, what this is what i need you to have on i need you to have on a, a face shield I have never brought one of those in my life until about a couple of weeks ago. So now I have to wear a face shield when I come to work. And and I don't mind. I don't mind because now I'm covered and I'm looking at it as in a positive and a spiritual standpoint. Because now I'm covered from my front, from that face gear has me covered from my temple all the way down to my chin so you could cover yourself the same way by keeping your head up not looking down when they telling you to look down so it's like okay i'm not looking down when they want me to look down how how is that a covering it's a covering because you're looking up to the hill from which coming for your help it's a covering because now they see that you are not ashamed anymore it's a covering because now they see okay that young man right there just built him some confidence it's a covering because now they see that young lady right there just built her some confidence and some courage to say look enough is enough i'm disposing of all of this stuff i can face you i can look at you i can talk to you without getting upset I could be around you in the same atmosphere, in the same zone, and in the same space. And you don't alter my feelings. You don't alter the way I think. You don't alter the way I feel. You don't even alter the way that I'm going to feel when I leave up out of that place. Because it's not a front. It's not a facade. It is not fake. It's 100 point blank period that I have built me some confidence. I have built me some courage because I have my protective gear on every time that I have to come around you, every time that I have to face my fears, every time that I have to face regrets, every time I have to face somebody or something that has hurt me, I'm, I have courage now. I have confidence now. And I'm going to be consistent in it. I'm going to always communicate with myself some good things, some positive words, some words of encouragement, some words of affirmation, some words that bring some joyous smiles to my face, to my soul, and to my spirit. Then the next thing you're going to do, you're going to remove all negative talking from your mouth. Psalms 34, 13 says... Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking gal. You don't have to speak lies. You don't have to speak doubt. You don't have to speak hearsays. You don't have to speak anything that you know don't agree with you. You don't. Well, they said I'm sick and I'm about to die. You don't have to believe that because the Bible says who reports are you going to believe? You can always go get a second opinion. And if we just be truthful about it, when we out here in the world handling our things, and when I say the world, I'm talking about in our daily affairs, when we out here doing all those different things, we seek other people's opinions. And we seek other people's opinions because sometimes they become more valid than what we have spoken to ourselves. And sometimes that can be backwards because a lot of times the people who we seeking guidance from really don't have our best interests in heart. 
So we're going to stop speaking negative things. We're going to speak positive. We're going to speak power. We're going to speak life. We're going to speak joy. We're going to speak healing. We're going to speak encouragement. We're going to speak endurance into our lives. We're going to speak boldness into our lives. We're going to speak faithfulness into our lives so that we could be faithful to ourselves, that we could be bold and stand up to fear. We could be bold enough and walk away from things that we need to be walking away from. And we could be bold enough to pack up some things and say, you know what? I'm disposing of this. Because it means me no good and because I know that there is better for me. There's no way. Listen, there is no way he told us he is going to condemn the tongue that spoke against us. And then we turn around and speak against us. There's no way we're going to be blessed. There's no way we will conquer like that. There is no way we will, we can't progress like that. There is no way that we can walk into prosperity if we are condemning ourselves as well. So if he said no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against you, I will condemn. There's no way he will condemn those tongues and bless us and we still speak in condemnation on ourselves. If we still judging ourselves in the wrong manner, in a negative manner. So we're not going to speak anything that does not have a for sure good promise over our lives. Last thing. We're not going to touch what we know is going to contaminate us. And I'm not talking about drugs. Not talking about alcohol. You know, everybody has has had a fight with something. I'm talking about touching things that we know are contaminated to us. Going back to a friendship. How I said my son was like, oh, those are my handsome clothes. Don't give away my handsome clothes. You can't fit them. As short as you are, you have outgrew those clothes. But yet, he still wanted them. There's a blazer now still hanging up in his closet that I know for a fact he cannot fit. He went back and he got it. Can't use it. And we go back and we touch on relationships. We touch on friendships. (laughs) We touch on matters for number one that we know for a fact hurt us. Number two, we know we cannot fix Number three, we know we cannot change them. And number four, we know we live through it. We know how that specific thing had us feeling, how it let us down, how it made us feel grudgeful. But yet, we go back and we touch it. And as my grandma used to tell me, pick your battles, Des. Ray Ray, pick your battles. There's one day going to be something that's going to really sit you down. And it happened because I didn't know how to properly dispose of things. Because I figured, oh, once I got a little bit more strength, I can handle it. 
I could beat it. <laughs> I could conquer it. But I couldn't. And it knocked me down <laughs> maybe 10 more spaces backwards than I was halfway away from before I went back and touched that same relationship again. So be encouraged. It's okay to let go things that you know need to be let go. It's okay to depart from some things that you know you need to depart from. Especially when you know that there is greater for your life. Especially when you know that there is greater for your future. Especially when you know you are tired and tired of being sick and tired of going through the same thing on the same merry-go-round. Look, am I going to get to another level? Am I going to get higher? Am I ever going to get out of this pit? Am I ever going to get out of this dug hole? Am I ever going to get out of this pitfall? Am I ever going to get out of this well? You can. If you dispose some things... If you leave those bags behind, stay bored, said, roll that stuff up securely and dispose of it into another bag. And you can do that. We all can do it. It has been done. Only thing you got to do is just dispose of it and say, look, I don't want it no more. I don't need it no more. It's toxic for me. And then be consistent with it. And how I'm going to be consistent with it? I'm going to wear my protective gear mentioned in Ephesians chapter 6. And I'm going to remove from my mouth all negative talking. All evil things. I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. And I'm not going to go back and pick up what I know means we know good. I know it doesn't work for me, so I'm not touching it. I know it's a possibility. It could trip me up and I could fall. So guess what? I don't want it. I don't need it. Christian Chick family, be encouraged. Love on yourself. Take some time to self-care. And dispose of everything that you know you do not need. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for the gear that you have set for us to govern and to protect ourselves with, Lord. We thank you for giving us a word on how we shall and should speak positive and that from our lips from our tongue we should only speak your promises over our lives and we thank you lord god for helping us god not to go backwards not to go back and pick up the things that feel comfortable that seem comfortable or that feel right that we will not go back and touch those things that has once had us in a dark place and going through dark times, Lord. We thank you for being a shining light. We thank you for the opportunity to be encouraged. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be inspired and to be motivated. We give you all the glory, the praise, and the honor. Family, know that I love you. And we will meet together next Monday at 7 o'clock, ready, amped, humbled, and inspired 
to keep each other motivated. Love you guys.